Hey, what's up? My name's Parm. My name's Gaurav. And my name is Shubham. And welcome to the first ever episode of the Sideline Hoops podcast. So, today for our very first episode, we're going to do our predictions on the awards for next season, the 2020-2021 season. And we're going to go through our MVP picks, our All-NBA selections. And we're going to try to get to our Defensive Player of the Year and all defensive teams as well. And maybe even some Rookie of the Year talks. So we'll go from the bottom up and we'll go starting with our All-NBA third teams. And I'll start off with my first guard prediction. I'll go with Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns, who this past year was on the second team. But... Um, that's my first pick, and Grove was your first pick for guard. Uh, my first pick is Trey Young. So I think he'll be on the third team because there's players that are better than him on the first and second. But I don't really see anyone taking his spot there. Yeah. Okay, Shuba. Okay, so for my pick for the guard position, I believe um, John Morant will make the third team, and that's because I think he will carry the Grizzlies to the playoffs in this season. Um, he will perform better. Wait, you think they're gonna make? You think he's gonna make the third team? Yeah, in his second year. Yeah, he will. I, I think um, he will perform really well, and the Grizzlies might make the playoffs. So that's gonna be one of the main reasons that uh, he will make the third team. I mean, I didn't even have Trey Young, who Grov had. I had him as like an honorable mention because my other pick. Well, just talking about Chris Paul first. He's obviously older, but I still don't think he's gonna regress from a second team guy that led a team to the playoffs all the way down. His team, like he's gonna have a better team around him too. And I do think the Suns will make the playoffs. And him as a leader, I think, will be enough for him to make an All-NBA team. And then um, my other pick is Kyrie. And having Kyrie and CP both on their team, I don't think Jaw would make sense at all to be on the third team. I think the Grizzlies, I think the Jaw uh, will carry the Grizzlies to the playoffs. I feel like the Grizzlies are really underrated. And I believe that um, Ja can lead them to the playoffs, and that's going to be like one of the main reasons that he will make the third team. Okay. okay. Who are your guys' other picks? I, I said my other guard se- selection Wait, who was did you Kyrie. Say again? I said Kyrie and CP are my two guards for the third yeah, team. Yeah, I agree with Kyrie for the third team. So you have I Kyrie and Trey? Yeah, I just don't have him higher, like, second or first. Because, like, Trey, like, there's other guards that are better than him. And he, st- he still has to prove himself on that Nets team because yeah. we didn't really see much of him. And after the whole situation in Boston, we don't really know what to expect from Kyrie and, like, KD, too, this year. Mm-hmm. So I think the third spot is, like, a safe pick. Yeah. I also have Kyrie as my guard for the third team. I think that uh, he will be more like a pass-first point guard with KD. 
and that so he might not perform that well it'll be like a new system and i don't think i think there are better guards than him who can make the first and second team so that's probably one of the main reasons why i think he will make the third team yeah all right so we all get it there so i guess move on to the forwards my first forward is jason tatum who i think will have well he broke out this past season into a star and i think he'll continue his growth and become a borderline top 10 player in the league and yeah i just think he'll lead boston for once again and do great things and he was also on the third team this past season um for my third third team forward i have jimmy butler because he established himself to be a top player in today's NBA. And I think that he'll lead the Heat again. Maybe not to the finals this year. But he can be their their first option. Mm-hmm. For my third pick for the forward, I also have Jimmy Butler. Because we've seen what he can do this past year. And how he led the Heat. So I believe that... Um, he might not lead them to the finals, so probably not. But he will still have a huge impact on the team, and that's why he will make the third team. Yeah, I fully agree with what you guys said. He's also my other forward on the third team alongside Jason Tatum. So yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. He'll, I think he'll have a great year and lead the Heat far again in the playoffs. Yeah. So you guys, other forwards. Are you aren't you starting for? Yeah, my my uh, other one is um Jim Butler, Jason Tatum and Jim Butler as my two okay, forwards. Okay. Yeah, I had Jason Tatum as well for the power forward, and it's, I I agree with what you said. Like we've seen what he's capable capable of with the Celtics, but I think he'll get even better this year. And. Yeah, he can lead his team far. Mm-hmm. Um, for the fourth position, I also have um, Jason Tatum making the third team. I think um, we've seen how he's grown throughout the years, and I believe um, this season it might be a breakout season for him. So, and he can lead. He's capable of leading the Celtics really far. And we've seen how they've improved their team by getting rid of Hayward and just adding more players. Uh, that can support the system. So I think Jason Tatum's really going to shine in that system. And the Celtics can make it far, so that's why he can make the third team. Mm-hmm. For my center position to end off the third team, I have Joel Embiid making it. And the the 76ers got better this offseason for sure, so I think they'll have a better regular season. And hopefully Embiid could be you know, healthier and he can be more fit throughout the season. He can play more. And John B is one of those guys that he has potential to be incredible in the league, to be a superstar. But he, it just seems like he doesn't want to be that. He doesn't work enough for that. And he doesn't really care for that. So that's why he's not higher. But he'll still be their team just because he's that great. I also have Joel Embiid as my center. For the third team, and I agree with, I agree with what you said. Like I think there are other centers better than him, and 
like the 76ers, they've been kind of disappointing these past few seasons, and I don't think much is going to really change. So, yeah, I think he'd be on the third team unless he maybe works harder. But I can't see him making second team over someone like Jokic. Mm-hmm. So, for my third pick, it's kind of surprising, but I think um, Carl Anthony Towns can make the third team. And um, the Timberwolves, um, I believe there are mm, high chances that they might not make the playoffs, but I believe that Carl Anthony Towns will play really well. And I think it's going to be his first season playing with D'Angelo Russell. And I believe they're going to fit really well together. And we may see Cat averaging like about 27 points and um, also being one of the best defensive centers in the league. I mean, sorry, offensive centers in the league. Yeah, he has play, yeah. He definitely is one of the better offensive centers in the league, maybe the best offensive center in the league. But mm-hmm. just them not, like, most likely not making the playoffs and most likely being maybe, like, a 13-12 seed will definitely hurt his chances. And Embiid. Yeah, that, that's true. That's true. If Embiid, uh, I think the Sixers will for sure make the playoffs. Yeah. But I feel like if um, Carl Anthony Towns plays really, really well, in terms of his offense, I believe that he can get a slight nudge over Embiid in terms of 13. Yeah. Just on the basis of stats. Yeah, we've definitely seen guys make these types of teams without being in the playoffs, but that's when they have, mm-hmm. you know, incredible seasons. And, okay. you know, he's he's capable of that, so maybe. I, I disagree with Carl Anthony Towns being on the third team because I don't think the Timberwolves will be doing that well. And just seeing players like Devin Booker or like Bradley Beal getting snubbed from awards from the past season. I think it's fair to say the same could happen to Carl Anthony Towns unless he puts up some like crazy numbers. Yeah, just purely because. Yeah, that's possible. You you see guys like Devin Booker, like Dame in the past, not anymore, but you know Bradley Beal not making All Star teams, and just because their teams are doing really bad, and it, it most likely will be the case with Carl Anthony Towns. But um, moving on to the second thing. I think it'd be better if we just do our guards at the same time. So just say both your guards. So my two guards for my second team are James Harden and Damian Lillard. And this would be the first time James Harden isn't on a first all-NBA team in a while. It feels like forever at this point. But um, um, with two other guys that... Uh, a way to mention coming back I see it very tough for him to make first team this season and Dame he was on the second team this year I think he'll make it again next season expect him to have an even better season than he had but um, yeah those are my two guards so my two guards that I chose were Luca and Dame and the reason is because I don't think that next season Luca will, like you said, uh, Harden will be on the second team. So I'm assuming you put Luca on the first one. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he will overtake him for that just yet because Harden's a guy who can give you basically like 30 plus every night and just facing the impact he has on his team every game. I don't think that you can like discredit him. And Luca still has 
like more to prove. Harden's already an established star in this league, so I'd give him the edge there. And he's also usually like in the MVP talks like every year. So for my third team for the guards, I also have Harden and Dame. And the reason I have Harden is because I believe that uh, mentality factor might play a big role because he said he didn't want to be in Houston and wants to be traded to the Nets. That was one of the rumors. And if that's true, I believe that he might not, um, the mentality factor might play, so he might not play that well. And this will be, I agree with Parm saying that this might uh, will be the first time that Harden doesn't make the first team. And in terms of uh, Dame, I feel, I feel like Dame will just continue to do what he does but the Blazers won't get that far, and there are better guards in him uh, for the first team, so that's why I just have him at the second team. Yeah, and then for my two forwards, I have Kawhi coming back to the second team, as he normally is, and I also have the returning KD, who's coming off of his Achilles injury. And, you know, KD's definitely capable of being on that first team, but just being alongside um Kyrie, who's going to take away his shots, as well as coming off the engine, easing his way back into the season. I think he'll be on the second team, which, um, you know, it's just not bad at all because, you know, during his Warriors days, he was also on the second team. But, yeah, I think Kawhi and KD are going to be the two forwards on the second team. I also have Kawhi and KD on the second team. And the reason being is that Kawhi, he usually, like, rests a lot during the season, we don't see him going 100%. So I don't think he really cares about being on the first team or anything. So, yeah, that's why I have him there. And then I also have KD there because he was, he's been injured for over a year and we don't really know what he's going to be like after the Achilles injury. So we're just hoping that he'll be back to his normal self, but I don't think he can be since like he's getting up there in age and there haven't been many players to return and be like the same as they were before in NBA history from the Achilles injury. I have a question before I'm stating my guards. Would LeBron be considered a guard instead of a forward? He's um he's both, I'm pretty sure. I I'll, I'll let you know right now. I personally have him as a forward. Yeah, okay, so that changes my so for guards, uh, I mean for forwards, uh, I also have KD and Kawhi. As much as I want KD to play, um, come back to his old self, I believe that Achilles um, is a huge injury and not many people come back from it. But I hope that he comes back to his uh, old self. And if he, if he does, his chances are really high of making the first team. But there are also high chances that he might not come back to his old self. And so just on the basis of that, I gave him second team. And Kawhi, I feel like he just doesn't care about stats that much. He might sit out a few games. And so the first team, uh, people, the forwards on the first team just may have better stats. Uh, and on the basis of that, he uh, put him at second team. And then my second to wrap up the second team, I have Jokic, who was, all, again, on the second team this past season. And um, I just can't see him. As great as he is and as great as he was in the playoffs, I can't see him um, overtaking the guy I have at um, center on my first team. But he will be, you know, fantastic again. He'll most likely lead the Nuggets to, I'm assuming, a top four, top five seed in the West, in the stacked West. 
and maybe even take them back to the Western Conference Finals. Who knows? But I have Jokic at center for the second team. I also have Jokic at center for the second team. I agree with what you said. And seeing how great Jokic played in the playoffs, I think he can carry over that play to the regular season. Which means that, yeah, he'll be on the second team. I just don't think that he'll overtake the guy in the first. And he's he's better than the center on the third team also. I also have Jokic as my center for the second team. I believe that his stats won't change. It'll stay the same as last year. Now he'll perform the same. And even last year he made the second team. So it will just everything will just stay the same for him. Yeah, so we all agreed there. And then moving on to our first team at guards. My two guard positions are Luca, who Gorov had on the second, and Steph. And, um, you know, Steph's coming off of a, I believe, broken left hand. So he's coming back off of that. And um, even though it will possibly affect his game, he's still Stephen Curry. He's still the best guard in the league. And he'll be right back. And he also doesn't have to play with KD anymore, which I believe will, you know, be better for him. But at the same time, Clay is injured and we're not, exactly sure how to gauge the Warriors anymore. Like, there's a chance that they could be still a top four seed, but there's also a chance that they're the eighth seed and a tiny chance that they missed the playoffs, and we don't really know. And then Luka, um, I think this is a breakout season. I think this is the season he completely takes over the league and just dominates his competition this season. So for my first team guards, I have Steph and Harden, but I'm kind of doubtful about Steph because he hasn't played the entire season, and now without Clay and KD and his team being a bit worse, we don't really know what to expect from him. Like, the Warriors, people don't really have them high up there. People are saying that they may be like the eighth or like the sixth seed around there. So we don't really know. We need Curry to play like his MVP self from 2016 in hopes for them to make it far this year. So for my first team, um, I have Russell Westbrook. I mean, uh, sorry, Stephen Curry and uh, Luka Doncic. So I have um, Stephen Curry and Luka Doncic. I believe that this season, um, Luka is going to be one of the front runners for MVP. So um, that's one of the main reasons why Luca's on my first team. He's going to have a breakout season. We've seen what he can do, what he's capable of um, in uh, last season and what he did against the Clippers. So I believe he's just going to get better. And this season, he's going to perform really, really well. And Steph Curry, because um, I feel like if you, when Clay's gone from the team, it'll put more pressure on him. And there it's... Um, We've seen before how Steph Curry perform, doesn't perform well under pressure, but I feel like removing a star from the team also increases responsibility, and Steph will be more responsible, for, and he'll get more touches. So just on the basis of that, I believe that he will make first team. But Russell Westbrook's right there, though. He's right there, but he doesn't make any of the teams. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't at the two forward spots, 
I think we're all going to agree for the rest of this list. But for the two forwards, we'll have LeBron and Giannis, the guy that won MVP and the guy that was the runner-up of MVP. And um, we all know LeBron is getting up there in age, but he's still LeBron. He's still the best player in the world. And um, with this Lakers team, him leading this Lakers team, it seems likely that they'll still be the first seed. He'll still be in MVP talks next season. And, um, you know, Giannis, he's Giannis, he's entering. He's still only 25 years old, going to be 26 next season. He'll still be in MVP talks, and he's the most dominant player in basketball. So, yeah, it's pretty clear that those two will be the forwards. Yeah, I agree with you. I also have LeBron and Giannis there. And for LeBron, I think he'll be in the MVP talks as well because the Lakers have gotten better this offseason just after winning the championship. Like they added Gasol, Harrell, Matthews, and they got rid of some players that weren't really benefiting their team too much, like Danny Green. So, yeah, I think LeBron can take the Lakers team far again this year and Giannis after his historic season last year. I think he can play like he did last year again. I agree. Both of you guys, I believe that LeBron and Giannis will make first team. And uh, my reasons are just the same as yours. LeBron's still LeBron. Even though he's getting old, but he's still going to be uh, the player that he is. And Giannis, um, the former MVP, uh, so he's just going to play the same. And the Bucks got better. So there's a, I think, high chance that the Bucks will get the first seed. And that can also, um, also Giannis' stats will be somewhere near the, uh, like 28, 10, and 7. So that's good enough to make first team. Mm-hmm. And rounding off our All-NBA teams, at center, I have Anthony Davis, who was the center last season, or this past season, and he's coming off his first deep playoff run, and it resulted in a championship, and, you know, he was arguably the best player on that team in a few of those rounds. Obviously, LeBron, we all know LeBron, you know, he's the leader of the team, he's the heart and soul of the team, The AD is one of those guys that has no holes in his game. And um, although he isn't one of those traditional centers, he still counts as a center in these votings, even though he's more of a four. Um, But when he does play center, when he chooses to, it's, you know, one of the best players in basketball that I've seen. So, yeah, that's who I have, and I'm assuming both of you also have him. Yeah, I also have Anthony Davis as the center because the Lakers just got better this season. They'll probably be the first seed and LeBron and AD, there's no doubt that they'll play just as good as they did last season. So, yeah, seeing how incredible they were, I see the two of them being on the first team again. Yeah, I also have Anthony Davis as the center for the first team. I believe that the experience that he gained from um, making it further in the playoffs and the finals will for sure help him later on in his career. And next season, he will perform really well. Yeah, so um, that concludes our All-NBA teams. And we agree with most stuff on um, the top two teams. The only disagreement was um, Grove had Harden and Luka swapped. Yeah. Which isn't. 
you know, it's, it's not a too big of a thing. Yeah, it's reasonable. But then on the third team, something we want to talk about is um, Shoe having Jaw Morant. And Jaw's one of my favorite players in the league. You guys both know that. But having him on the third team over guys like Chris Paul, Trey Young, you know, Devin Booker, guys like that is is really weird to me. I really think Memphis can be a playoff team. And that's actually one of the reasons. I believe that Ja will have much better stats than what Chris Paul will have. And I don't see the Hawks making the playoffs. Just because of their team. So I don't, uh, that's why it eliminates like Trey Young and Chris Paul for me. And one of the main reasons, as I said before, I see Memphis making the playoffs. I believe that they can make a run for the playoffs. And just on the basis of that and his stats, I believe that he can make the third team over guys like Chris Paul and Trey Young. I, I actually disagree with that because Memphis, their team, yeah. didn't like, their team didn't really get much better or anything. They stayed the same mostly. And, uh, uh, they, also, I, they also put up a fight last year, though, too. Uh, I do agree that um, they'll be better, but the West is also a lot better than it was last season. You know, the Warriors are coming back, who will obviously be in playoff contention. The Suns got, only got better, who missed the playoffs. The Blazers got better, who Memphis lost to in the play-in game. So taking all those things into consideration, it seems tough for them to be in the playoff contention. Zion is also going to be healthy all season long, which is one of the big reasons why um, New Orleans didn't make it. So I do believe they'll be better, but I also don't think they'll be better in terms of their seeding. They'll be a better team, but just because of how the West is, they won't be a better team in seeding. And Jaw will definitely get better. There's no doubt about it. But you know, I, I did also disagree about the Atlanta thing. I do think they'll be in the playoffs. I think they'll be a seven or eight seed. And, you know, Trey Young's one of the best. Although he may be the worst defender in the league, he's one of the best offensive players in the league at the same time. So, um, yeah, I, I can't see Jaw making it yet. Maybe the year after, the year after that, maybe. It's, it's definitely reasonable, but yeah, not yet. I think his team just isn't good enough so far, like right now. Like just, maybe if he was like a 25, 24 points per game scorer, maybe he'd have a chance. But I just don't see John making that big of a jump. Yeah, sim- similar thing with Cat too, Carl and Dean Towns. Yeah, I agree. Can't see either of those teams making the playoffs or making a real push for the playoffs. And although both of those guys will undeniably be great, then, you know, there's a chance that, you know, both can be all-stars. Cat will clearly be an all-star and you know there's a good shot that jaw can be but you know memphis shocked the world this season jaw shocked the world this season so maybe they do it again but um i think we don't really need to talk about much else on those all nba teams so i guess we can move on to mvp and we'll start from the bottom both of you guys have um five picks right yeah yeah all right, we'll start from the bottom, and I guess I'll start. I'll, get, I'll start at number five, and I have um, I have Damian Lillard, and um, this might be a kind of a shock, but Dame is coming off of his best season he's ever had, and he's also going to be playing with the best team he's ever had next season, with the Blazers getting better, with acquiring Robert Covington, 
and having Yusuf Nurkic healthy the entire season. They also let go of Hassan Whiteside, who you know, wasn't great for them all season long. But um, I do think Dame will shock the world. And, you know, there's a there's a good chance that you know he can be higher on this list. But, but I do think that just depends on the Blazers' seeding. The only reason I don't have him higher is because I don't think the Blazers will be you know one of the top seeds. I think they'll be in the playoffs, but I just can't see them being you know a top four, top five seed. They'll be more closer to you know a seven, eight seed. Okay, for mine, for number five, I chose KD. And relating it to back to what I said earlier, we don't really know how KD is going to play, and this Nets team has a lot to prove with KD and Kyrie. So, yeah, that's why I have him there. I don't think that he'll be like his 2014 self, where he'll be able to win MVP. So I played it safe for him for number five. He's still like one of the best scorers in the NBA. But we just have to wait and see what this team is like because a lot of people are believe this team is pretty unpredictable with how they will be. I also have KD at number five. And I believe that uh, despite coming back from an Achilles injury, um, he might not be 100%. But still, KD is one of the best players that we've ever seen. And his him not being 100% is still not a problem. Him being at 85%, 90% can still make a run for MVP. And I believe that the Nets will also be a good team and they will have a good team success. Um, probably um, top four teams, top three teams in the East. And just on the basis of their um, team positioning and how KD, as we know, one of the best scorers in the league. And if and I think also think Kyrie will be more like a pass first point guard under and also under Steve Nash I believe KD's scoring will really shine and we'll see we might see the OKC KD again. Yeah, it's fair having KD. I personally don't have him uh, MVP picks, but you know it's, it's definitely possible depending on you know the net seating. I'm not too high on that team. I don't know if they can be a you know top three seed in the East. But it's definitely possible. But for my number four, I have the runner-up this past season. I have LeBron James. And, um, you know, as I said earlier, as everyone knows, he's getting up there in age. He's going to turn 36, you know, next month, I believe. And, you know, but LeBron has defied all the odds his entire career. He's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. But he is, you know, he's defied the odds. He's probably has the longest prime of any player you know he's been great since 2003 he's been an MVP talk since 2006 and I just can't see him taking a you know a big fall again as I said earlier I think the Lakers will be the best team in the west arguably the best team in the league you know seeding wise and you know that could push him higher on this list if they are the best seed again you know and I know um the media loves to create narratives as they did this past season but um you know kind of ignoring that I do think LeBron will still be a top five MVP candidate this coming season so for number four I have Steph Curry on my list I know a lot of people have him high up on their list but 
with the with Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson not being on the team and the Warriors bench not being very good. Like they have some other great additions too, like Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre Jr. I just don't think the team will be like 2015, 2016 Warriors. And it'll be pretty difficult for Steph to play like he did back in those seasons. So I have him at number four. I don't, if he were to be like number one or two in the MVP voting, the Warriors would have to be at the one or two seed as well. I just don't think they'll be that good next season. For my number four pick for MVP, I have Luka Doncic. I believe that this season is going to be his breakout season. He is going to perform really well. And also on the basis of the last season, as he performed, I believe he's going to um, obviously be better and improve. But I can't see Dallas being one of the top four teams. And so the seeding might play a huge role in him um, not being in the race. But I believe that on the basis of stats, he will be there. But just on, just because of the seedings, I don't think um, he's above my other three that I have. Um, for my number three pick, I have Steph, who um, Grov just mentioned, and um, I did have him high on my list before Clay got injured. But with him being injured, it seems very tough for the Warriors to get a high seed, and you know Steph will have more pressure on him as well. You know, last season when he had a lot of pressure on him, he he got injured. You know, he's he doesn't have a big frame. He's always been injury prone. So obviously hoping that doesn't happen this year, you know, and assuming that doesn't happen this year, he's still Steph Curry. In my opinion, he's one of the three best players in the league. And um, I still can see the Warriors with Steph Curry, with Draymond Green, now having James Wiseman, as well as Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Uber Jr. Very solid pieces. I can definitely see them still being a 5-6 seed. And honestly, kind of rethinking with how good the Lakers are going to be, I think I could switch LeBron and Steph, putting LeBron in at 3. But for the time being, I'll keep Steph at 3 just because I think he'll have an incredible season again, you know, in terms of scoring the basketball and his playmaking. So, yeah, Steph at number 3. So for number three, I have Luka Doncic on my list. And the reason for this is the reason I don't have him higher is because I still think um, LeBron and Giannis will be higher up in the MVP voting for him. And the Dallas Mavericks, they didn't really improve. So he's going to have to really take on a big role and be a superstar player. And I think he can be there eventually, but maybe not next season. I don't think his team is well enough to be maybe like the one or two seed. For my number three pick for MVP, um, I also have Steph Curry. And I agree with Parm on all the points. And I think um, Steph will be under a lot of pressure and the narrative around him being under pressure is that he's known for choking. But I believe that... Um, he can be his 2015-16 self. And uh, with Clay being gone, 
he might not, uh, he might have some, you know, some difficulties, but I believe that he will still perform really well. And with also, I think, uh, being under pressure, as he's mentioned in one of his interviews, also likes being under pressure and likes being the underdog. So um, I believe that the Warriors can also take um, the fifth or the sixth seed. And Steph's stats will be amazing. So that's why I gave him a slight nudge over Luka, which I had as my number four. All right, now moving on to number two. This, for me, was very, very tough between number one and two, who you guys can both probably tell who they are. But at number two, I have the back-to-back MVP, Giannis. And the only reason I don't have him at number one is voter fatigue. We've we've seen it in the past. People don't want to vote for, you know, a guy that, you know, probably had the best season in the league purely because he's won it too many times or, you know, he he won it back to back. And we've seen that, you know, if I was making this list purely off of um, you know, ignoring the media, ignoring that, Giannis would definitely be number one for me. But, you know, obviously taking that into account, I have him at number two, but I do still think that he'll have the best season in the league. I think the Bucks will be the best seed in the league. You know, best seed in the East, best seed in the league. I think Giannis will put up, you know, historic numbers once again, you know, breaking the records he set the previous season, just like he did this season. And um, he'll once again be the most dominant player in basketball. So... I agree with what you said, Parmvir. I also have Giannis number two for my list. And what you said about the voter fatigue is true. I agree with that. The voters probably won't want to see Giannis win three times in a row. We've seen that happen to players like LeBron before. And there's a slight chance that it could happen, but Giannis would have to put up even better stats and maybe even a better record than his team had last year. And I think that'd be pretty hard to beat because that was one of the greatest MVP seasons we've seen in recent history. So, yeah, that's the reason I don't think Giannis can go three times back-to-back for MVP. Uh, for my number two, I have LeBron. I believe that um, LeBron's going to be his usual self that he was last year. Uh, going to play really well. And the Lakers, um, they might... Uh, they have they obviously can be the best team in the league. They have the high, uh, they have high chances, but I believe that um, MVP is like the best player, and the best player also includes um, not only offense, defense, and also team success. And I believe that whoever uh, the person I have as my first will have better team success, and will also have better stats. And uh, in terms of defense, I believe he will also be better. So uh, LeBron can he can actually win. He uh, it's not. Uh, He's not really far away from, from from first, but I believe just the team success and the overall play will actually play a huge role in him coming second. Well, based on that, it looks like all of us have a different winner for MVP. And my winner is Luka Doncic, who is only going to be in his third season. I'm not sure if he will be the youngest MVP ever if he wins. But if not, he'll be the second youngest MVP. But, you know, even that in its own is incredible. And, you know, whether he wins it or not, um, I 
have no doubt that he'll break out. He will become a superstar. He will join, you know, the other seven superstars in the league currently. You know, those seven guys that are head and shoulders above everyone else. I think he will join that class this coming season. And, um, you know, uh, I'm not sure which one of you said it. I think it was Shubham, you know, said that you don't see Dallas to be, you know, one of those top seeds in the West. I personally disagree. I think that they're going to be a top three seed in the West this coming season. And, um, it, it, you know, they were a seven seed. And in a tight West where they could have easily been a four seed with a few more wins. And, you know, Denver lost Jeremy Grant. So, you know, that which is a tough hit to take to a Western Conference team. The Warriors obviously lost Clay, And then, you know, I think they'll be right beside the Clippers this coming season. And, you know, they're coming off of the greatest offensive regular season of all time. And, you know, when you actually think about that, it's insane. And that was led by Luka Doncic. And, you know, he will only get better. They acquired a um, a solid defender to pair alongside of him in um, Jason Richardson. Although, yes, they lost shooting in Seth Curry. I don't see that to be too much of a hit. And um, another thing to take into consideration is Kristaps Porzingis' health, who we know can be injury-prone, but assuming that team in general is healthy, I see Luka Doncic being the MVP winner. And as I mentioned with the honest, I do think the narratives will play into part. You know, they'll, they'll see a young star arising and, you know, they'll do what they did with Derrick Rose. You know, they'll put a narrative. I'm not saying Derrick Rose didn't deserve it, but, you know, him being the youngest MVP of all time and LeBron having voter fatigue at that time, I think that will play into it. Whether he deserved it or not, it's arguable. But I think Luka will be this year's MVP winner. So I disagree with you saying Luka will be the MVP winner. I actually think it'll be LeBron this season because he can't go wrong with choosing LeBron to be MVP. Like he's been in the voting countless years. He usually finishes like top three. Just this past season, he was number two. Many people argue that he should have been one. And I just don't see LeBron slowing down. He's basically been in his prime like almost all his career. He's one of the smartest players ever and with his team just getting better uh, in this past off season, I think they can be the number one seed again and he'll lead them. So, yeah, with usually the number one or two seeds, best players winning MVPs in recent NBA history, I think it'll probably be LeBron. Uh, for my first pick, I think uh, Giannis will be MVP again. Uh, he will make history. And the reason behind that is, is because I believe the Bucks will have the best record in the league. And we know how much of a influence um, team record has on uh, MVP votings. And I also think that well, as an overall player, uh, in terms of offense and defense, Giannis will play better than LeBron. And the Lakers, um, there is a slight chance that they can be not a slight chance, I wouldn't say that. They do have a big chance of actually being the best seed in the league. But even, but I also, I still think that Bucks will have the best records as it improved a lot. And they had and surrounded Giannis with such a good team. And Drew Holiday will also have a huge impact. And defensively, the Bucks, um, best team in the league. So just on the basis of team success and his own stats, I believe that he will be MVP again. 
And yeah, voter fatigue can play a role in him not being MVP, but I believe that um, it wouldn't be really, really close. Like, um, you know, it wouldn't be super close. I think it would be obvious for the voters who just vote for Giannis. And I know obviously the media loves LeBron. They would love to make him MVP again. But then we've also seen that um, sometimes they don't want to make LeBron MVP. There have been many chances that LeBron could have been MVP. So that might also play a role in Giannis being MVP. It was very interesting how um, we agreed mostly on the All-NBA teams, but we had disagreed a few times for this, which is kind mm-hmm. of weird. But um, with LeBron, I do have to say, after talking about it and just thinking about it to myself, I do think I would bump him up ahead of Steph Curry purely because of team record. Yeah. And, you know, I do see them being the first in the West. And, yes, that could be another reason to put him ahead of Luka because mm-hmm. I don't see the Mavs being a higher seed than the Lakers. I feel like... And also... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd see him taking a step back, not saying that he'll be worse, just saying that, you know, he has Anthony Davis in his prime. He'll... I feel like he'll let him, you know, be great. He'll let him get his numbers, you know. So I think you may see his scoring dip, and you know his assists will still be there. He's still going to be, you know, the Lakers' point guard most likely this coming season, and um, he'll be a great facilitator once again. You know, this is the first time in his, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year career that you know he averaged the most assists in the league even though he's been one of the best playmakers since he entered the league. But I do see his scoring dropping. I think this past season he averaged about 25. I think we could see that dropping down to like 22, 23, while ADs goes higher. You know, you have two superstars on the same team. I think you could see LeBron taking a step back this season, which could prevent him from being, you know, the winner even second. For Luca, just on the basis of like team success, and we know like how much team success plays a role in terms of MVP, like we've seen um, in the past. So just on the basis of that, I don't think that Luca might win MVP over someone like Giannis or LeBron, who's who I think they will obviously have much better team success than the Mavericks. I I think the Mavericks could be a team that surprised a lot of people now. Like I said, I think they will definitely be a top four team. But I do also think that there's a slight chance that they could be the second best team in the West record-wise. Because, you know, like we mentioned with Kawhi earlier, he likes to take rest. You know, he likes to take breaks. That team's a bit older too. So, you know, although it backfired for them last season, and I feel like they'll try to stray away from that, I do still see them, you know, not going full out or, you know, if they do, then yes, there's a high chance that they'll be the second seed. But, you know, every once in a while you have that one team that shocks the world. And I think the Dallas Mavericks have a high chance of being that team this season led by Luka. But, you know, if they are, you know, a four five seed, then yeah, you know, then LeBron, Giannis, will be the clear favorites again. And like I said with Giannis, I want to reiterate that I do think he'll have the best season 
in or the best um yeah the best season in the league this year. But I just can't see him winning due to voter fatigue and you know, you always have to take that into consideration. Yeah, I agree with what you said about Yanni. Um yeah, I think I think that's a good way to end the first episode. You know, we had a lot of discussions and I think next week we'll come back, we'll discuss defense player of the year and rookie of the year. I think we may have talked or spent a little too much time, but I think we got some good conversations out of this. And, um, you know, uh, I think I might go back and change some of my lists based on these conversations. But, um, yeah, I think that's all from us. You guys have anything you want to say? Uh, that was a great first episode. We hope you guys will be back and will listen to the next one. <laughs> so thanks for listening. All right, and that's all. See you guys next week. You are the Westbrook of the Go. Just remember that. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>